In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear brethren, dear first communicant, I am going to tell you a story, not a fairy tale, but a kind of parable. Once upon a time, there was a king who had a great love for his subjects, and he decided to visit them at home, and he sent a messenger to announce his visit. In the first house he visited, the people knew, of course they knew, that the king would be coming, but they did not know anything to tidy up or clean the house. These people said among themselves, of course, the house is not really clean, there is a bit of disorder, but if the king wants to come, he will see it in its daily state. They were in their work clothes and quite dirty. They did not wash, they did not change themselves to welcome the king. Their communicant, do you think that the king was pleased in this house? Did he really want to stay there? No. The king was displeased and went into a second house. In the second house, the people there had started to tidy up and to clean. Of course, they were happy to welcome the, clean, the king. It was an honor for them. But they had waited until the last minute to clean the house because they had kept themselves busy with other important things. So they did not have time to finish the cleaning. They didn't have enough time to dust the furniture, put flowers on the table, or even to comb their hair. They had baked a cake for the king, but they forgot it in the oven, and the cake was overcooked. Did the king feel welcome and expected in this family? No. The king was sad and discouraged. And he decided to go in another house. In this third house, the people realized that it was a great honor to welcome the king. As soon as they received the messenger, and as they knew that the king was about to visit them, they started tidying up, swinging up, cleaning the windows, and clearing the trash. The copper pots and the silverware were shining, and the mother of the family made nice flower arrangements in the house. A meal was prepared with beautiful plates, wonderful food, and lovely decorations and flowers on the table. The yard had been cleaned too. 
the weeds had been removed, the lawns had been raked, they wanted everything to be nice and good looking for the visit of the king. And of course, everyone put on their best clothes. In fact, much before the visit of the king, this family is ready. They are waiting for their guest on the doorstep. The children have even prepared some poems to thank the king for his visit and to tell him that they love him. At this house, the king feels loved and honored. He's happy to stay for a long time with his people. And he's going to give very nice presents to the family in order to thank them. The first house shows us what it is like in a soul damaged by original sin, which indulges in its sin and does not want to stop sinning. God does not abide in that soul. The second house shows up what it is like in a soul which agrees to welcome Jesus, but which is not ready to try to correct, to change its weak point. God is not pleased in that soul. The third house shows us a generous soul which does everything possible to welcome King Jesus in a holy communion and to keep him in its heart where Jesus will be pleased in this soul and will abide in it. Dear communicants, dear first communicants, you understand the meaning of this very simple story. The great day of your first communion has finally arrived. You are going to receive Jesus for the first time and your souls are prepared to be visited by him. This is a great joy. Do you really wish to receive Jesus well? I know you have been preparing him for a long time. Today is the day of your meeting with Jesus. There is nothing greater than the Holy Eucharist, the sacrament that you are going to receive. Nothing greater. You will never forget this day of your first communion and you will now be able to receive first communion, to receive King Jesus with fervor. And you will do that again at every Mass. It will be the same visitor being pleased in the beautiful home of your soul as if it was for the first time. And you, their families, parents, friends, today you surround 
your children and you surround them not only with your love but also with your prayer and you remember the day of your first communion those hours of divine grace when you were so happy with God our mother the holy church holds you on her heart and she says to you families I love you today the essential fight is around the family and the protection of human life the family is indeed the cradle of love and of Catholic faith if you do this experience you place a little American child who is only a few months old in a Chinese family he will learn promptly to speak Chinese if you place the same child with the parents of Saint Therese the little flower that child will develop holiness so you understand your mission your family has a supernatural destiny your family is a school of Catholic life your family reflects the love of God your family is made for prayer your family is a foretaste of the family in heaven while society so often tells you enrich yourself it is better to prefer simplicity while the world suggests doing things the easy way it is better to prefer true and everlasting joy based on God look at the limpidity look at the clarity of the souls of these children you see them receiving communion today for the first time you will accompany them to the communion well where you will kneel with them and where you will receive holy communion with them after today you will care for them with love at every mass you will develop in their soul their love and reverence for mass so that every communion can be beautiful as today after mass and after the traditional pictures in church and after your children will receive the brown scapula you will leave the church and you will celebrate this day this event of divine grace in family do not forget that your child today has become a little living tabernacle in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost amen